Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins was started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I am your host. Um, <clears throat> let's see, what is this? So it's uh, after after Christmas. So hope everybody had a great Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Um, please go like, share, subscribe to the uh, podcast. Um, we are trying to hit twenty thousand downloads before the end of the year, so I'm hoping that you guys can make that happen. Um, I think we're about, uh, 370 something listens away, downloads away. Um, so please, if, uh, if you haven't gone, if you haven't listened to an episode, go back and just listen, listen to one you haven't listened to get those. Let's hit that 20 K before the end of the year. Um, also MTE, MTE is coming up January 27th through the 29th in beautiful Orlando, Florida. It's going to be a great year for MTE. Hope everybody can come. And if you do come, please, on the mobiletechexpo.com website, when you purchase your tickets, use the code DSP15. That's D for detail, C S for solutions, P for podcast, one five. And you will save 15% off of your ticket pricing, including your expo days. And if you're going to do the education days, you'll save 15% off of that. Um, sticking with MTE, um, please go to the mobiletechexpo.com backslash golden mic um, and nominate us uh, for the golden mic award. It's the first time that they're doing that at MTE. They're going to give away two golden microphones for the two best podcasts. Um, and it's not just so much, you know, just voting for us. Um, let the guys at MTE, Sheldon specifically, um, know what this podcast has done for you. If it's just great entertainment, if you've learned something from it, if it's helped you um, in your business, uh, just write something really nice. That's basically how it's going to be de decided. It's not a how whoever, whoever got the most votes, it's going to be who had the most meaningful uh, votes. So we would appreciate that. Um, 
what else i guess that's it i can't remember i'll probably forget something um oh the detail solutions podcast discussion page on facebook please go and like that or join that group that's a great group for uh, learning all things about the podcast uh, it's a great place to drop some comments some suggestions who you would like to hear on the podcast uh, what kind of topics you would like, um, or even just give us some feedback, what you like, what you don't like. Um, and we will be doing some more contests on there. The last one, we gave away some wonderful uh, interior brushes from Vincent Gentile with uh, Angel Wax SoCal. Um, that was a really nice one. Um, we appreciate him for doing that. So let's get to it. Uh, last fun with Fermani of the year. Um, so Dave is on. How are you doing, Dave? Great, Alex. How are you? I'm great, man. Um, so listen, you know, seeing some of your posts this week or this past week about pricing, it's end of the year. Everybody's talking about, we're going to raise my prices at the beginning of the year. Um, I thought this was a perfect time to jump into one of your favorite topics, which is, uh, what is it? Your hashtag is uh, RYP, raise your prices. Raise your prices. Um, so I can I want to talk about that. I want to talk about like how we should be raising our prices, um, why we should be raising our prices, um, and who should be raising their prices. Everybody should be raising their prices, yeah. period, end of sentence. Um, how are you going to raise your prices? You're just going to raise your prices. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> go into the grocery store or any other place you're buying goods, how are they doing it? They're putting a different price on it. That's all yeah. there is to it. No, you're absolutely right. And listen, shit ain't cheap no more. So why why should detailing be cheap? Inflation is crazy. The highest it's been in like 40 years. Yeah. Cars are through the roof. People are keeping their cars. Yep. This is no better time to raise your prices. And I'm not just talking like 5%, 10%. Raise them considerably if you can. Yeah. Know what your competitors are charging and charge more. And heck, even join with your competitors with some kind of structure, a legal structure, not a monopoly, right. and, and <laughs> price fixing, and, and raise your damn prices. Yeah, It needs to happen. I don't care who you are, you need to raise your prices. Yeah. I never thought about that. I never thought about, I mean, I, I have my little, you know, group of detailers that I talk to here. We share, you know techniques or you know how to's or whatever with each other and and we always do kind of talk pricing you know like hey well what are you charging for this i want to make sure i'm not too high or i'm not too low I want to stay competitive um but i never really thought about that of reaching maybe out a little bit more and trying to see where everybody's at and say hey let's let's all collectively raise our prices a little bit this is ridiculous um as long as you're not breaking the law you can yeah. absolutely yeah. 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 You should find the everybody should find the highest priced person in their town and match or beat their prices. Okay. There should be a fight to the top. There really should. Right. Instead of the fight to the bottom, like it seems to be now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. cars, like I said, are the most expensive they've ever been right now. Right. People are keeping their cars, their used cars, and and they want to get these services done and they don't mind paying extra. Yeah. They understand right now with the inflation that's going on that everybody is going to be raising their prices. I mean, heck, all our product prices went up. Yeah. 
how did how did the vendors tell us you know that that you know we can no longer pay 25 bucks for a gallon of tire dressing they didn't you just went on the website and tried to order it and it was more than what's the last time you paid for it yeah exactly yeah. so why are we any different right okay no and you're and right and that's inflation yeah i think a lot of the problem is um I think people are just unsure of themselves. So, you know, they, they go into talking to a client cause I've had this problem before. I mean, especially when I was kind of new, I'm, I'm kind of, I feel comfortably established enough now that I can say, this is what I'm charging. And then if a client's like, ah, man, come on, can't you do this? No, this is what I'm charging. And then if they take it or leave it, you know, I'm fine with it. But I think some um, guys and gals in the industry might be unsure of themselves. So they say their price. And then when the client says, ah, you know, well, you know, can't you do it for this, the other guy, you know, and they're just, you know, they have that FOMO, right? Like they don't want to lose the sale. Some money's better than no money. And then they end up doing it. But then what happens is then you become that person that is going to, you know, everybody is going to know that they can get a deal out of you. So what would you suggest on how to stick well, you to your remember this, That quality is remembered long after the price is forgotten. Right. You do good, good work. You take care of your customer. You, you establish a relationship with them. They won't, it won't matter how yeah. much more it is. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to go and say, oh yeah, well, our prices went up. It was 250 to do an interior. Now it's 300. No. When it's time to pay. You tell them what the price is. Yeah. They don't assume what your prices are. Your prices are your prices unless they ask. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I anybody that, else is going to do. I had that happen to me just a couple of weeks ago. One of my clients who, he's one of the clients I stress out the most or stress about the most because he doesn't ever ask me a price until it's time to write a check. But that stresses me because I don't have clients like that. So then I'm like, and he can, and he can easily afford mostly i mean he's not you know gonna pay me what you charge but he'll he can easily afford anything that i'm gonna charge him um and so he, he came to me and 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 before i even start because we had had already talked about a coding that i was using and now with this new coding and that coding's more expensive it's a it's a more labor intensive job so it requires more money on my end. So I just wanted to let him know ahead of time. I said, hey, look, this coding's more, X amount of dollars. <laughs> and he was like, damn it, coding prices have gone up. And I said, yeah. He's like, all right, let's do it. You know, you so like, you know, whew, you know, kind of, and, but what, but like he said, when he came back and he saw the car, he was blown away. And he's like, I want this on my Corvette. What's it going to cost on my Corvette? And I said, it's going to cost X amount of dollars. And he said, okay, as soon as it gets here, it's in Atlantic city right now. I just got to get it transported down here. So as soon as it gets here, he's coming in for that. So he's coming back to you because you do quality work. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. And the price did detailers. Are you tired of the outlandish and ridiculous claims that ceramic coating companies make? 
Well, I'm here to tell you that HyperClean Dose is the coating for you. I put HyperClean Dose on my car and gave it some real world testing. That means driving it around in the rain in Florida, getting mud, dirt kicked up on it. After six months of not washing it, I can tell you my car was looking pretty rough. But then when I washed it, everything just washed off the vehicle like you would expect it to. And the ceramic coating was still intact. Hydrophobics top to bottom, gloss and slickness, just unreal. So if you're looking for a two-year single coat, that's right, single coat ceramic coating, HyperClean Dose is the one for you. So go to the Detail Supply app today and pick up some HyperClean Dose. And don't forget to use the code DETAIL15 at checkout. That's DETAIL15 to save 15% off of your purchase. Kick them a little bit because it was... A, a substantial increase from the last time he had done a coating, but you're right. The quality of work was more than, more than worth it. What irks me is this. And I had a discussion today, people charging 25 or $30 for a sole, a full service wash. That's a fail. Yeah. People that are charging a hundred or $125 for a complete interior. That's a fail. Okay. I was charging 250 when I was doing high volume work 15 years ago right. for an interior. So why are people charging less now? Cars are dirtier. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. People are pigs. You need to charge accordingly. Yeah. If people are, you know, I have no hope for, for detailers when they're charging such little prices. Yeah. They're burying themselves into a hole. I think a lot of it though maybe maybe stems from car washing right because the car wash you can go and get an interior done for 100 bucks or whatever so you got clients that are looking for that car wash interior and then you've got detailers that are just kind of like yeah i'll do it because that's what the car wash is charging if you're a mobile detailer you may be plagued with that yeah but if yeah. you're a, a fixed operation shop people are coming to you for a detail not a car cleanup like a right. car wash yeah Okay. You know, the typical stereotype. Not, yeah. you know. And and listen, I, I've turned away my fair share of clients because they'll call me and say, Hey, how much for, you know, a, a quick interior cleaning? Well, what's a quick interior cleaning to you? Well, you know, just like a, a vacuum out and a wipe down. I'm like, go to the car wash for that. That's not what I do. Mm -hmm. You know? And they're like, Oh, well, what do you do? You know? And then I explained to them that what I do is more, full interior stuff and that pricing starts at $300 and goes up from there depending on how bad it is and then that's usually when it's like oh okay thank you and they hang up <laughs> oh yeah you gotta get some of those people you gotta get right to right them. right exactly uh, but i mean you gotta say look i need your car all day it's gonna take me all day to, to to clean the inside of your car yeah whether it is or isn't yeah but when you're doing that you're you're establishing some kind of mentality that you're going to take all day on it that you're right. not just this quick you know 100 you know or, i'm sorry our job that the car wash while you wait does right yeah you know, it's, it's a more intense type of cleaning so hopefully that can justify more money but people need to to not be afraid to ask you know todd helm was on on the show with 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 me and you um one time and we had a game back in the day how much we could you know, charge the next guy. Oh, for charging a thousand now, let's see if we can get 1200. 
Right. And it got to 2000 and we were doing one step, you know, gloss enhancements with HD speed for like $1,800 just for the outside at one time. God. <laughs> you know, and a, May- and a Maybach. You got to know your customer. Right, you know, right. Am I ripping the guy off? No, he loved it. Right. No, and, and you're right. You know I mean? Because we've had those conversations, you know, that where you have your clients that, you know, I think you just posted up the other day. Was it like you did a Jeep or something like that? You did a wash, wash a clan, coded it for like three grand or something like that, I think. I did the wheels. Um, I did the wheels and uh, it was 2,500 bucks for the coding and another 500 bucks. Uh, right. For the- but see, again, you, your client is fine with that all day long. They're not every, right, right, like, right. But like, not everybody, not everybody has client. I mean, so like I have clients that would be fine with that paying that kind of money, but then I have clients that are like, that's, that's out of their ballpark. So like, I kind of have to do like an entry level style, whatever, you know, and again, something that's going to be super less work for me that I can give a price break on it. And then I can have my higher volume stuff that I can charge, you know, $1,800, you know, $2,300, whatever for, for a coding kind of deal. Um, so I think you're, you're kind of right. What you said is you have to know your clients because not every client's going to be able to, to afford that or be willing to do that, but don't give away the farm at the same time, I think is what I kind of read into that. <laughs> don't, don't give away the farm, meaning, you know, polish the thing for free. Right, right. Or give or give them or give them just a crazy cheap price because they can't afford to spend, you know, a, a two thousand dollar ceramic coating job. Don't do it for eight hundred or thousand dollars because that's all they can afford. It's good to give them options. Okay, lower price options. Yeah. Um, but sell them on the higher priced things, build value right. on those things. You know, your salesmanship, that's when that's gonna come into play. Right. Okay, start throwing in. Okay, well, if you did this twenty five hundred hundred dollar coating, I'll do the wheels for free. That's like an extra seven hundred bucks that I normally right. do, but I'll do it for free. Oh my god, I'm getting seven hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Because what what does it take to do wheels? Like You're doing wheel faces. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like you know, the person's never going to maintain you know the inside of the barrel anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. Wheel faces are the easiest. There, they're not getting their hand in there. Yeah, wheel faces are the easiest things to, to do. So they're the easiest to throw in for free. Yeah, you can both see a lot of times you can get two wheel faces done with your wet coating applicator that you're about to throw out. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I do. <laughs> exactly. So people need to raise their prices. Like, like I made a post, like if you Google search a fair price for David Fermani to i think opticoat my car uh-huh. um like this is like 10 or 11 years ago it was like 1800 bucks for this guy right. that had a brand new bmw down in florida that i charged him and he went on the forums and you know was asking a bunch of detailers if that was a fair price and of course they said yeah that's most of them right um but i was getting that 10 11 years ago right can't want to be getting that now why right no that's crazy because that's you know that's that that price point that i'm at now and i feel like for my area that's the higher end of the affordability side i mean yes there are some guys in my area that are 
you know, $2,500 to three grand, but they've got the kind of clientele, like, like what you have, right. I mean, they're only doing, you know, I, this, this one guy in particularly, I don't think I've ever seen a car in his shop that is below $200,000. You know, everything he's doing is four GTs, Lamborghini, Aventador, SVJs, like, you know, just, how would you get them all? Uh, that's a good that is a good question i need i need to find out i don't I'm, i mean i know he's been doing it for a little bit longer than i have um i, th- I think he uh had an in with another detailer in the area who kind of helped him and then that detailer stopped detailing so it kind of took over um but i'm not i'm not 100 sure so but you know he can charge that that price range. I feel like some of us that are, you know, getting the, the Mustangs, um, you know, the, the lower end Audi BMWs, I think that for, at least for me, that 18 to 25 range is, is a sweet spot for me because those clients, that's a good pricing for them. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. You were doing, I try to push no polishing coatings. Like people come to me, how much does ceramic coat my car? So I don't even talk about polishing. That's the last thing I want to do if I'm doing a brand new car. Sure, you know, they all need it and blah, 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 blah. But I don't even want to have that conversation. Right. I don't I can't see the car. I don't know what it needs. So I just strictly talk coding. So him coming in the door, it's it starts at 1500. Hey there, podcasters. What if I told you that there was a product out there that would knock out multiple detailing products? Not only is it the ultimate time and money saver, but produces amazing results and is versatile on almost every substrate. It can also be used in your home or commercial businesses. Gen KO is an all-around multi-cleaner capable of removing light to moderate water spots, grease, and grime. It's safe on surfaces including windows, door jams, paint, mat, PPF and vinyl, rubber moldings, plastic trim, and ceramic coated surfaces. My name is Jennifer Turcott, and after 22 years in the detailing industry, I'm so proud to have a product that is helping my fellow detailers around the world and others. I've tested Gen KO for more than two years before the final ready to use product was produced. I'm beyond happy when people reach out and tell me how much the Gen KO helped them, and it can help you too. To get your own, you can contact me directly or go to www.igocodingsusa.com, contact your local IGL distributor or installer, and pick your bottle up today. And don't forget to share your experience on social media using the hashtag GenKOMix. Okay, just ceramic coach car. Just oh, a then, ceramic then, coat. Yeah, then you talk to them on the phone, you look at their car, you give them more options. Well, that's our three-year ceramic coating, but if you want the best, and I think your truck is brand new, why not start off with the best? you know, it's 2,500 bucks. And how about your wheels? And then, you know, do these swirls bother you? Huh? I don't see any swirls. Exactly. I don't think, I don't think you need to polish them out, but right. if you want to do it, it's another 1500 bucks. Oh no, it's not worth it. Great. You just sold a $3,000 coating. That's not a bad way to do it. And, and I have one coming this weekend, another one from a different guy. Okay. On a, um, a brand new Toyota. Is it a Tundra? Okay. A smaller no, that's that's the Tacoma. Tacoma yeah. with a with a cap on it, and uh-huh. it's twenty five hundred bucks. Just a ceramic coated. Just red. a ceramic coated. It's red metallic. So I'm like, 
Cool. No polishing. I I haven't even seen it. Okay. So you, so, there, so there's a possibility he's going to get there, and you're going to be like, ah, and another thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, whatever. To polish it. Yeah. To do the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why talk about that stuff? Why talk about hypotheticals that they can't even see? That's true. In my garage, and I shine a light on it. Hey, what do you think about this? It's up to him then. He's already excited. He's committed. He's dropping the car off. Right, right. He's already prepared to spend. What's an extra couple, you know, couple bucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, again, salesmanship. No, no, no. And, you, and you're absolutely right. I mean, that, you know, again, if somebody is just calling you for, for ceramic, you know, why not just say, you know, like you said, I'm giving you ceramic. $1,500 for a ceramic. Because I just I mean, polish you have to even right. Why? You don't want to scare people away with higher, higher prices. Right. So they can start thinking about and talking themselves out of spending that money. Yeah. Get them excited for the appointment, have them drop off, go over the car at that point, and then talk about the options. That's a good point because, you know, again, like a lot of us, that's all they're asking, you know, in the initial, do you do ceramic coating? I mean, I do have, you know, occasionally the people that have done their due diligence, you know, say, well, hey, I want paint correction and ceramic coating. How much is that? Paint correction starts at. Yeah. Okay. Ceramic coating starts at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, gloss enhancement is paint, paint correction, right? Yeah. It's a form of it. Yeah. So it starts at that. Okay. You know, um, try calling the dealership and getting a price out the door price on a car. So if people don't <laughs> want to give you that price, they just don't do it. They want to get you in the door, get you excited on that car. And then they talk price when you're in the finance room, ready to, you know, drive yeah. out there, drive out yeah. there with it. Yeah, exactly. This person's the price is the last thing you ever want to discuss and you don't bring it up. You bring it up when you're asked. Yeah. That's how so, but, but guys want to just throw that price out there and, and, and buy into the customers, you know, questioning like, Hey, how much for a coding? Oh, geez. How many, how many messages do you get like that? Yeah. How much for a coding? Yeah. I fire off the cheapest possible price I can, I can give them. And then I talk them, talk them up from there. Get them, get them. I'm not going to bite at the cheapest price. I don't even want to deal with them on anything else. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I give them a realistic price for a coating and that's it. Like a one year shit bomb coating. Right, right. And a start as. Then and, then get, and then get them in and say, oh, well, you're, you know, car's a little bit nicer. Maybe we should do this, add this, do this coating instead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good point. I never thought about it that way. You want to avoid talking price at all lengths. You really right. do. If they're coming in, just wanting to know price, 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 chances are they're price shopping you. Yeah. And if they are, fine. Get their name, get their number, call them on the phone, follow up with them, talk to them, call them the next day and say, hey, did you make up your mind? I'd like to book an appointment with you. I've got one open next Tuesday. Um, if you can secure their info, you can send them pictures of similar cars you've done and by texting them, right. you know, them, doing something different than what the next guy's doing that hopefully adds value and credibility to you. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's all, that's all great information. Um, I mean, shoot, I know that, you know, we used to do that at the car wash a lot, take people's information, 
try to reach back to them, you know, and, but we would do it, you know, as a, as a, you know, when they were coming in getting a wax or whatever, and we would put them in the, the system, you know, and then give them a call back in a couple of months. Hey, you know, it's been a couple of months you need to come back and do your wax again, but it's, it's similar kind of deal. I mean, you're just getting, getting their information and then, and then calling them back just to try and um, yeah. Like on my business page for Facebook, I will almost refuse to give somebody a price unless I can talk to them on the phone. Yeah. I, I will say, listen, I need to talk to you about price. I don't have time to go back and forth. What is your number? And I'll call you. If they're not even going to give you their number, yeah, go right through it. I, I do that too on my website because my website has the option for them to, to do a, an email request or whatever. And so when anybody sends me something, you know, like, Hey, I'm, you know, how much for an interior detail on my, whatever car, how much for a wash and wax or how much for a ceramic coating? My responses are, I would love to help you with that. Um, can you please call me at, you know, it's better for me to speak to you over the phone. Um, you handle yourself professional, mm -hmm. way more professional than they think they're getting okay yeah. or expecting. So when you can connect with them and show them that you are an expert at what you do. Again, building more value, right? Building more credibility. So just hitting and running is not the right way to do it. Yeah. And it also kind of weeds out too, right? So like if they're going to message you, you know, through Instagram or through Facebook business or through your website, um, through an email, and they're not going to call you after you said, you know, hey, here's my phone number, please call me. Um, it's better for me to be able to quote you after, you know, at asking some qualifying questions or whatever, um, then you know that they were just price shopping, kicking tires, whatever, because they if they're not serious. right, because if they're not serious enough to pick up the phone and make a phone call, then, then they really just don't even care. Um, when somebody's price shopping, $10 could be a world of difference for them. Oh yeah. But it, when they're not talking to somebody behind that price, you get them on the phone, you talk to them about options, how you'd like to see their car. Mm -hmm. They might spend an extra 500 bucks. Yeah. Because you're more than just that price that's being shot. Right. And, I, and I've had that. I mean, I've had people that message me or email me. Um, I, I remember one guy specifically, uh, kind of. Um, but, you know, I, I emailed him back with my phone number and said, hey, look, you know, this is something that I really kind of need to talk with you over the phone with, ask you some qualifying questions, find out exactly what's going to be, you know, the best package for you, because we do have multiple packages. Um, sure enough, and like, I don't know, within five or 10 minutes, the guy called me, um, discussed the different packages on, based off of what he was looking for on his car and booked the appointment. And don't be afraid to ask them for their number. Yeah. A lot of times it's easier for them to, you know, receive an incoming call. Okay. Instead of call somebody blindly. Right. So get their number and call them. Yeah. Cause then again, then you've got their number. To follow to, up. Right. To follow up. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to say, Hey, if you're not committed, that's fine. Can I at least book a tentative appointment for you right. for next Wednesday? Okay. And then call them, uh, you know, two days later and say, Hey, is that Wednesday? You still want that Wednesday? Because I got somebody that maybe wants that day, but I'd love to do your car. I mean, right. there's different tactics. You yeah. Yeah. But yeah. how busy you really are. 
Right. And, and a lot of times it's, it's even if you can just get them in for a consultation visit too, you know, because then you can walk the car with them, talk to them, point things out, kind of show them the car that you're working on. Right. Make them see the difference of what it can be, what it could be. Um, because again, that's the thing, right? I mean, like, especially with, with ceramic coatings, I mean, that's what most of us are all kind of trying to push anyways. Um, ceramic coatings, it's, it's a hard thing for somebody to kind of understand, right? Like it's, oh, it's stronger than wax. It's whatever. But if you can get them to your shop, if you've got a car in there being done, or if you've got your personal car, that's got coating on that you use for selling, and you can show it, right? They can see it, they can touch it, they can smell it, they can feel it, you know, all the, all the things. It's easier to sell at that point. You know what the best thing to show a customer for a coating What's is that? the old dried up applicator. Yeah. How it's solid like a rock. Is your car detailing website crashing and burning? Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You're putting the pedal to the metal, but not seeing the leads you want? Bingo. Keep your detailing website out of the danger zone. Yes, sir. Detailers Roadmap is the premier web service for detailers. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? We build punchy marketing campaigns and cost-efficient websites for detailers designed to get you leads and generate traffic. Custom-built websites start at just $99 a month. I feel the need, the need for speed. And unlike other developers, we only work with one industry, yours. Stay out of the danger zone. And cruise on over to detailersroadmap.com and see how we can push your leads into overdrive. Talk to me, Goose. That's detailersroadmap.com. Cougar, you hear that? Detailersroadmap.com. Roger. You show them that, have them hold it, try to bend it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to put on your car. Right. The problem, though, for some ceramic coating companies is some of them don't harden up. So if you're using... If you're using one of those companies, you might, that might not be the best trick for you. Why? Why what? Why does it not harden up? Well, no. Why oh. can't you still use that as, as your, as your selling tool? I mean, I guess you could, but if it doesn't harden up, then how are you going to, how are they the going to know? How are they going to know though? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. Can you I feel mean, a hardened up coating on the surface any different than a car, a coating that doesn't harden up? I don't know. Touch the surface and be like, oh, it's harder. Well, yeah, yeah. Cause even the ones that don't get like really hard still have a little bit of roughness to them versus if you hold a new applicator pad and it's got that nice little soft feel. You're talking to about it. the paint. Oh, if the paint, had... the paint. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. When it's on the paint, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, how yeah, different yeah, whether it's yeah, a hardened yeah, coating yeah, or yeah. not. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, on the paint, you don't know anything. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. It's still a good tool to... <laughs> show them what you're putting on their car <laughs> right 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 yeah or you pour some water on the applicator pad and let them show show the hydrophobics on it as well too there you go there you <sighs> go yeah and then a great upsell is when you put a little uh cellophane baggie on your hand and wipe the paint with it uh-huh instant clay job right there Anna. yep <laughs> <laughs> i had a I had that. It didn't bite me in the ass, but it, it bit one of the detailers at the car. Wash it went over the whole bit. entire car with it. Well, no. So what he did was he, he, um, 
he was trying to upsell the client or one of the customers came in and got a, got a, like a wash and a wax. Mm-hmm. So he, he thought he was, you know, going to do his thing. He didn't want to just do a wax. Cause we got back then we were getting, we got paid commission off the big uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. So, so he grabbed the cellophane wrapper and grabbed the customer, you know, did the little field test. He sold the upsold the guy onto, you know, a, a clay clay and wax job. And, uh, when clayed the whole car, waxed it, and the guy came back and he's like, "Yeah, it looks good, but give me that wrapper." <laughs> and screwed himself. And screwed himself because there was a couple of spots that he missed. Oh, <laughs> and the yeah. guy, the guy was like, "It doesn't feel any different." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, we were all like, "You never give him the wrapper afterwards, just in case you miss a spot." <laughs> yeah, never do that. You know, yeah. you can't touch it. It's the the. The wax is wet. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's still curing. <laughs> um, check it. Check it after thirty days. Oh, I'm sorry. It's been thirty yeah. days, but you know. So again, I think everybody needs to raise their prices justifiably. Yeah. We are going through a huge inflation. We are feeling it. In everything we do and spend our money on, why can we not pass that cost on to our customers? Yeah, I mean, listen. Dollar store ain't the dollar store anymore. Yeah. What do you know in your life that has gone down in the last six months? Anything? My health insurance did, but okay. No, no, nothing. There's zero that's gone down except some of these people's prices on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Detailing prices is the only thing I could think of that had gone down that race to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. If you're getting a hundred bucks to detail the interior of a car, I'm sorry. You, you you need to either do something else with your time or really take a hard look at uh, at raising your prices and yeah. seeing how much further you can go. I mean, unless it takes you an hour to do an interior detail, I mean, I would I would take $100 an hour. Then you need to work on your quality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like $25 washes. I mean, come on. What's the point? Yeah. With a foam gun. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's, yeah. So that's the moral of the story. I, I don't, I don't break out the foam gun unless they're getting ceramic coating because then I know I'm getting paid enough money to break out the foam gun. Other than that, it's rinseless washes all day long, baby. That's <laughs> all, all you're getting. <laughs> you know? yeah. it's, it's like you said, if they don't see the swirls and then, you know, then, you know, the, the off chance that, that my rinseless wash might, add a couple more isn't gonna make any difference i always love when detailers get their panties in a bunch when um when you just ceramic coated a car without polishing and they're like that would never leave my shop with without a full paint correction or at least a one step and why it's like no different you know as far yeah. as like coating longevity you know it's just these guys let their pride get in the way of oh yeah, you know, yeah. how they run their business if, if a customer's not going to, you know, go with compound and a polish when I put a coating on, I'm not doing their car. Really? They're going to go out and tell their, all their friends that uh, I left swirls in their car. When they go to look at it, they see a swirl or two. Oh, it's going to be my reputation at risk. Yeah. Yeah. Chances are they probably took it through the, you know, the grinder car wash already by that time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did a, I did a wash today for a, for a client and an interior detail that I coded is 
it was the Shelby, the Shelby F-150, a 770 horsepower behemoth. Um, and, and I did that April of 20. Um, and I only know that because it still had the sticker in the door jam when I was still putting stickers in door jams. Um, so almost two years and, uh, it's black truck. Um, and I mean, he's, he's not taking care of it. I mean, it was swirled. I mean, not terrible, but it was swirled. Um, the paint still looked good though. I mean, it was, he had not taken very good care of it where he's, where he's living now. It's parked underneath oak trees. Have you been taking care of it this whole time? No, no, no. This is the first time I've done it since I coded it. Ah, okay. the first, first time he's brought it back to me. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but surprisingly enough, you know, this was one of the ones that I actually broke out the foam cannon because I did a, a proper, you know, pre-rinse um, and then, and then washed it the right way. Um, again, I mean, he was, he was paying me, you know, enough money to do it that way. Um, but once I did all that and got all the grime and dirt and everything off of it, the coating is still working. The hydrophobics came back great. Um, everything, you know, had had a good look to it. Was um, it pretty glossy? The paint was glossy. Oh yeah, yeah. It was still still had real nice gloss to it. Um, you know, even to when he came in, he's like, "Oh man," he's like, "This looks like a brand new truck again." And I said, "Well, you know, I mean, it's got its issues, but the main thing is the coating's working. Coating's doing its job. You need to do a better job taking care of it." You know, and he's like, "Well, I gotta, I gotta cover for it." You know, because oh. I'm gonna put a cover over it. And I'm like, "Oh no!" Yeah, yeah, you know. But I mean, you could tell he was taking it through the car wash. I mean, it obviously had, you know, car wash. If you chuck like that, how many people hand wash them, anyways? Yeah, exactly. I didn't even want to. This is winter time. Yeah, I didn't even want it. Well, I mean, it's not even winter down here. It's it's like eighty three. It's like eighty three degrees today. It's <laughs> yeah yeah so um but yeah you know i mean i don't i didn't even want to do it i hate i hate that big ass truck um you know so when it was it was kind of funny because when his name popped up on my phone i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know did you sell them on a two or three year coding um well, when I originally did that coating, I sold him on, I sold him on the coating that I was using at the time, which is a four-year coating. Ah, gotcha. So it's still holding strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's still holding strong. And, and, and the, the wheels, it's got those, I don't know if you've seen those trucks, but the wheels on them are, are a, a super shitty design. They actually have like a lip around the face. So any water that gets in the dish, like, cause it's a, like a deep dish kind of wheel. So any water that gets in there just sits at the bottom of the wheel so okay. he had a bunch of he was like oh i don't think the wheel coating took he's like it was all these water spots over it and everything i just Dang. took i took my sponge with some soap and wiped it and went in the spokes and everything and power washed it off and there was no water spots there the wheel the wheel coating held up fine huh, the industrial coating that that we did the 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 wheel arches and the Fox racing suspension and leaf springs and everything on like all that Jesus. shit just blew right. Yeah, that's like a $7,000 ceramic coating job. Yeah, no, it wasn't. 
<laughs> Nowadays it, it would be. needed it needed to be, but no, it wasn't. I think I I think I popped them for like about three grand at the time. That's uh, awesome. Two years ago. So I mean it was listen, it was still great money for Dude, me. How many people aren't even popping half of that right yeah. now? Yeah. With correction. Yeah. It's it's pathetic. It really is. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's, that's one of the things that, you know, I've, I've definitely learned not only talking to you, but you know, my time with Noxie and some of the other people is, you know, is that you got to charge, you got to, first you got to know your good money. Yeah. Noxie, Noxie does, they do good money up there. You know, um, most of all his stuff is, and, and, you know, I mean, he, he kind of does like what, what you said, you know, I mean, he's, he's, you know, coding starts at this, you know, so it's $1,500 for coding or whatever. And then he's, you know, then he's another thousand to $1,500 for paint correction. So right there, you're 2,500 to three grand. And then he'll usually try to do some sort of PPF upsell, you know, Hey, well, you know, the bumper is going to get blasted the most. Why don't we throw a bumper piece on there? you know, four or five, $600, depending on the bumper, takes him maybe two hours to lay a bumper down. So now he's, you know, a couple more hundred dollars on top of that. And, you know, he does kind of like, kind of like what you were just saying. It's, it's, you know, well, Hey, you know, well, you know, your rocker panels, you know, on trucks, your rocker panels might get pretty done. That's, you know, let's do the rocker panels, you know, 350 aside, it takes him like an hour and a half to do a rocker panel or something like that you know, each side. So he's maybe three hours on, you know, both sides or whatever. So he kind of does it that way. He gets them in and starts them at, and then just, well, Hey, we can, you know, might as well throw this on. I mean, we're already there. Let's do this. We're already there. Let's do this. And, you know, next thing he's got a four or $5,000 job, you know, no problem. That's when it adds up. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was one of the things he was, he was talking with me about when I was up there is, you know, going into this new year of how to start doing it that way and start raising my prices that way. Not necessarily raising my prices in a way, but getting I'm people to sure. right, getting people to buy more. So then I, I have a bigger ticket than than I would normally just saying like, oh, I'll ceramic code it for fifteen hundred dollars, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely different strategies with uh respect to bring in more money so more power to you yeah yeah good good, good. hopefully it'll work hopefully it'll work hopefully we get this message out to people that uh they need to raise their prices hopefully man um you know I'm, I'm curious to see what this does i mean you you know we've done a couple with you and and your pod your your episodes always always sit in the top five so you get you know when i have you on we're getting more listens than than other episodes so hopefully people are you know taking some of the things and i and i do kind of notice um you know some of the topics that we have talked about um other people talking about in some of the groups and they you know not necessarily attribute it you give credit to you or give credit to to me for having you on for them to hear about it but you know i do i do hear i do see you know a lot of other people kind of talking about some of the things that that you mentioned in different groups so yeah hopefully it'll do something well i'll, I'll check promoting this one and yeah. uh let's see what happens we should hit that 300 mark no problem yeah you, you know you're uh hang on while i got you on let's uh yeah, what's that one what what's that land at 
Oh man. So you're at a, <clears throat> so the, so the high volume coding sitting at 367 right now. That's 367 listens. Yeah. I thought it was more than that. What's yeah. Esme at? Esme is 402 now. She got she got a little bit of a push the last uh the last week or so because she um she um what was it she did she did uh she mentioned us on she mentioned the podcast on her Instagram stories and ah. so so we got like another 10 listens or something from that pushed her over 400 um but the other one, the other ones that you're on the the future of detailing, um, mm-hmm. that was the one we did the ten years with John Purdue or whatever. Yeah. That one's that one's sitting at two ninety three. Wow. And then the one with uh, you, Kilmer, and Barry sitting at two ninety one. Um, so yeah, you're you're three out of the top five. So people must like you. I'm a shit talker. I love it. <laughs> you and John Purdue, man. John <laughs> Purdue's right behind, right behind you with uh 361. Three, he's 361. And I'm at what? Three what? 367. Jeez. Okay, I gotta bump uh I gotta bump that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go bump that. <laughs> I posted it that uh high buying coatings on a couple of detailing forums and they all got deleted for spam. Yeah, that, that happens. Um, you know, I did that with the, uh, so the speed six guys over in the UK that we did that, that collab with before we did the collab with them. They're a part of this group. That's um, kind of like pain assassins. I mean, they don't run it, but they're kind of heavy in it or whatever. And um, Rudy and I tried to to drop the this podcast, well, not this one, but the, the podcast over in that group, um, Detailing Central, um, and they kicked it out both times. They kicked it out with Rudy and they kicked it out with me. But what was, what was funny was after we did the collab with um, the Speed Six guys, now some of, I don't, I don't drop everyone in that group but the ones that i think might benefit you know all groups um when we do topics that i think benefit everybody i'll drop in that group and and they seem to stay um so i don't i don't know if the speed six guys have anything to do with that or maybe they just saw that we did the collab but but yeah it happens i mean i get it you know some groups are you know have their things or their ways um the only thing I the only thing I could think of is maybe if you know who the admins are of those forum pages. And see, get their permission. Yeah, yeah, get their permission first. Well, um maybe in the future. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, big plans for New Year's Eve. Um, my plans fell through. I was supposed to have uh friends over and um he just got COVID over the weekend. Oh, nice. So Today, they just dropped the CDC, um, the guidelines to five days okay. of quarantining. So I don't know if he's still going to want to come over uh, within seven days of him being infected, but right. I'll leave it up to him. Yeah. But he already officially canceled, but I don't know if it's going to change uh, with the that, new change from today. That won't, that won't bother you if he comes back in seven days and 
still might have some of that. I need more immunity. So if he's still contagious, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> he old, go to, go to the old, the old chicken pox parties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, yeah. breathe, breathe on me. So <laughs> yeah, I need, I need some more. Right. Cells. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. How about you? Um, Pool party? Possibly. Possibly. I won't be getting it. That, that shit's too cold. I stuck my hand in it this, um, uh, tonight. Um, just to kind of feel it and i was like no way um no it's not heated we weren't we weren't that smart apparently um yeah now it's something that michelle's talking about and and it's like i don't know three or four thousand dollar afterthought and i was like why didn't if you're gonna think about it now why didn't we just do it while we were already spending the insane amount of money we were spending on this pool um but no we're your pool guy didn't upsell you uh, properly yeah no, no no well i think he mentioned it but she she said now nah. she said now nah, we don't need it you know thinking the pool would have been done in the summertime like it was supposed to be and we would be tired of using it by now uh but oh, now God. it's like now we want to get in it um no we um for the past few years we've gone with um some friends um uh who they're um, their daughters cheer with Haley. Um, we go up to the Japanese joint and do hibachi. Um, karaoke? No, we don't. No, they don't have karaoke there. Um, it's more of like a um, high-end Japanese restaurant. Um, so, all kinds of food. Well, the hibachi is kind of normal hibachi. I mean, you know, whatever you know, pricing. You know, you're. 25 35 dollar pricing or whatever but like in the restaurant itself like their sushi their steaks all that stuff is like you know ridiculous um but the beauty of it is it's like it's like a mile and a half from the house Mm -hmm. so you know we can go up there we can eat and then usually we come back here and the girls just kind of hang out whatever parents just uh sit around and watch tv till the ball drops and then they go home we go to bed kind of deal but Haley's talking about, you know, coming back and them them all getting in the pool. So more more power, more power to them. <laughs> That's gonna freeze. Yeah, yeah it's, it's too cold for me. It was funny. Michelle was like, because we went there last year, and it, and it was funny when we were leaving. We were kind of standing in the parking lot, and uh, we were saying goodbye to to some friends because they weren't coming back to the house. They were going home. They weren't coming to our house. They were going home. And so we're standing in the parking lot and uh, this car parked ca- like in front of us one spot over was uh rocking, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. And I, and I, and I like, I looked at it and I was like, no, no. <laughs> in a place you go into. No. <laughs> and it's rocking and rocking. So I, I, I took my camera out and I'm, and I'm trying to like, you know, let everybody know. I'm like, Hey, because hey, we had the kids right the girls i mean Haley was 11 at the time her other friend was 11 the other girl the, her friend's sister was i think 13 or whatever 14 so i'm kind of like you know trying to get michelle's attention and the other mom's attention like hey hey so so we go and we leave so when i decide when i left i decided to go drive around the front in front of them to see what you know if i could really see what was going on and sure enough like look through the front windshield and i could see the girl's back she had nothing on 
guy was giving her yeah. a big old hug. So we, so I laid on the horn. I started yelling ah. and chanting out the window, and the mom behind us laid on her horn. <laughs> so Michelle was like, "Hey, maybe we'll get another. Maybe we'll get dinner and a show again this year." <laughs> That's too funny. Well, I wish you luck, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, yeah, I, yeah. I I appreciate you jumping on. Um, yeah. You know, we'll do more of these in the new year. Um, I Happy was, prosperous New Year to you. Yeah, you you the same. Um, and to everybody listening to this, Happy New Year and raise your prices. RYP. <laughs> RYP. All right, buddy. You have a great night. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. See ya. Okay.